Money FM 89.3, best of the afternoon update. Your health on Money FM 89.3. Your health is wealth. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, if you've been more diet and health conscious as a result of the pandemic, you're not alone, according to findings just out from Etika Singapore's inaugural nutrition literacy survey. 76% of Singaporeans are more diet conscious post pandemic. 67% of Singaporeans actively consume foods for disease prevention and protection. But the survey also found that 98%, 98%, so pretty much all of us, are snackers. So what does this mean and what do we need to know? Well, to get a better understanding of the findings, we're joined on the line now by Shirley Tan, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Etika Singapore. Shirley, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, good afternoon and thank you, Rachel, for having me here. Good to have you with us. And good news from your recent findings. More of us are more diet and health conscious post-pandemic. And we're not just talking about weight loss, are we? We're talking about eating for health. Yes, Ethical Singapore has recently conducted a nutrition survey mm-hmm. to find out the dietary habits and the level of nutritional awareness among Singaporeans. When we ask them on their eating habits post-pandemic, three in four Singaporeans claim that they are paying more attention to the food they eat now. Okay, so why did you do this survey, Shirley? Well, I'm actually interested in um, nutrition, particularly in old adults. Um, in my course in NTU Masters in Gerontology, um, when I was doing a research paper, I found out mm-hmm. a stocking statistic where it was estimated that 31.5% of the general Singaporeans um, may be malnourished. What? And, um, yeah, and I was actually very motivated to do a study um, on this so that I can put this as part of our corporate social responsibility program to educate Singaporeans on nutrition as well. Okay, wait a minute though, Shirley. Let's rewind for a minute. When you say 31% of Singaporeans may be malnourished, I'm assuming not malnourished because of poverty. Can you clarify, please? Right. Um, the, the definition of malnourished is just whether you have gotten enough um, nutrition um, for your body, whether it's, it's excessive or deficiency. Yeah, so and malnourished, you can't actually look at the person by, you know, by looking at whether mm-hmm. the person is overweight or underweight. Mm-hmm. It has to be done through screening, through assessments as well, proper screening assessments. Okay, so this may be, this is because of poor diet, essentially. Yeah, not eating well. <laughs> mm, okay, so... But this has shifted, though, hasn't it? As a result of the pandemic, your survey has found that more people are more diet conscious. Is the pandemic the main cause? Is COVID-related? Well, one of the factors for this change in eating habits can be attributed to um, Singapore's Health Promotion Board. It has been active in designing programs mm. that empower Singaporeans uh, with knowledge and skills to live a healthy lifestyle. Well, the pandemic is also the other factor. Resulting from COVID-19, people are also extensively receiving communications on the risk of COVID-19 and how to keep themselves well to avoid it. Hence, people are placing greater emphasis on their own health, taking steps to boost their immunity, stay healthy in order to reduce the vulnerability to illness. As such, I think it is not a surprise that our surveys show that people are actually eating, um, trying to eat more healthily uh, by by 
eating food that uh, disease prevention and protection. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, some fantastic campaigns by the Health Promotion Board. There's the Million KG Challenge. I've taken part in that. Also, you mentioned taking steps, literally taking steps to help yeah. us lead a healthier lifestyle. Shirley, I've got to ask you, though, because looking at your paper, 93% of Singaporeans are aware that present eating habits may impact their health in the future, but are we doing anything about it? Yeah, actually, the a majority, a good majority of Singaporeans are conscious that what they eat today will impact their health mm-hmm. in the future. But close to half of them do not actually eat a healthy diet. Oh dear. Is that a sizable, a sizable of the respondents do not actively seek to reduce their intake of unhealthy food. We observe in our survey that 34% do not avoid high uh, food high in sugar or salt content. And 43% do not avoid high cholesterol <laughs> food. This so, shows that awareness and taking actions are actually separate things. You know, After all, eating habits mm. can be hard to take, right? Unless they experience ill effects of the food. Well, we are a nation of foodies, Shirley. <laughs> You know, it's not always that easy to give up your favorite food and your favorite dishes if you're craving a plate of nice plate of chicken rice. So what? (laughs) That's it. So what can we do? I mean, what do we need to do to mix, to tie together awareness and action? How do we balance it? When we look at awareness, right, we Mm -hmm. know what what we know about the things, but usually we don't really want to follow it. Because, you know, there's habits, there is culture, there is availability of food at the hawker centre. It's so easy. That's why there is a lot of programme by the Health Nutrition Board that help us to do to be more conscious of the food we eat. So things like, um, you know, when we choose food, right, we can go for healthier choice symbols, right? So that, you know, you know that you're choosing something that's healthier. You know, in hawker centre, you can look for healthier choice symbols so that you, you can ask the hawker to give you healthier food choices. Um, but, uh, of course, we are not talking about, you know, you, you cannot eat your chocolates or your desserts mm-hmm. once, mm-hmm. once in a while. But I think it's fine, yeah. But do not go excessive on that basis. Surely, there was another interesting statistic from your study, and it found that we're also a nation of snackers. No surprises there, but what do we need to know and to be more conscious of when it comes to snacking? Are we talking about just snacking once a day, once a week? <laughs> saw that 98% of Singaporean snacks and one in two are actually frequent snackers. In fact, 60% of them consume unhealthy snacks. Uh, and when we define unhealthy, it's talking about snacks with health, uh, high in fat, sugar and calories content. Uh, we also observed that there's increased snacking trends post-pandemic. And 25% of the respondents actually say that um, their snacking habits have increased a lot post-pandemic. And mm. they are not surprised by that because, you know, when you stay at home, you tend to stock up more things at home, right? And then you cannot go out for meals. You Maybe you eat something that is more unhealthy or you just snack for a meal. Yeah. So when it comes to snacking, I think we need to watch the things we eat. I mean, regular and excessive consumption of unhealthy snacks uh, may lead to unhealth, uh, unfavorable health outcome in the future. But there are healthier options as well, right? Such as baked nuts, pinkers, home meal, fruits that we can actually stock up in our fridge. Um, to be healthier. Mm, and you know, you've just got me thinking when it comes to the increase in snacking, the increase in accessibility of snacks. We've now got apps at our fingertips that can deliver snacks to our door within a matter of minutes. Yes. <laughs> Dangerous combination. Okay, so let's talk about 
preferred source of information? Because often when we talk about news consumption, we look at which channels people are consuming um, or finding out the latest headlines, stories, what's trending. What about source of information when it comes to what we're consuming, literally what we eat? Where are we going for reliable information on food consumption, on what's healthy for us, what's good for us? In the survey, we also asked Singaporeans on their sources of uh, nutrition information. We found that one in two Singaporeans get their information from the government or medical experts' website. And three in five rely on word of mouth for this information. But while word of mouth is a powerful source of information, they may not be reliable, right? So people need credible information to help them make the right nutrition choices. When in doubt, it is good to validate such information by checking on credible sources such as from the government website or from medical experts um, rather than just taking the word of mouth uh, literally. Mm. And it's interesting, surely, how the pandemic has changed attitudes. I mean, I for myself am making a conscious effort to eat more healthily. I've signed up for a nutritious meal delivery subscription so that I can live a healthier life for myself, for my children and so on. So what should others be doing armed with the information of your survey? What are some of the recommendations that Etika is now putting forward on the back of this nutrition literacy survey? I think that there are three things I'd like to share here. I mean, firstly, mm-hmm. we need to understand health labels published on food packaging. Labels such as no sugar content or reduced salt may give consumers the wrong perception that the food item is healthy. Drinks that claim that it has no added sugar may not necessarily be healthier because it may contain artificial sweeteners which mm. come with their own effects of health risks. As food packaging with reduced salt may just still have comprise a, a good level of a sodium level that is high for our daily intake. So we need to know and understand how to read nutrition content um, by looking at the nutrition facts on the food packaging and knowing how much intake we need to take on a daily basis. Um, these, these information are all actually available on HPV website. Okay, okay. So understand what it is that's going into your body. Read those labels carefully. Shirley, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Shirley Tan, Chief Marketing Officer at Etika Singapore. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.